back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. Really? Welcome to the Godfather, Godfather Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm your co-host, Andy Robinson. And today we are talking about Minute 13. 13. Lucky 13 of the movie The Godfather. Alex, e minuto numero 13. Oh boy, it's getting long now. It is. Uh, getting to those teens and there's no looking numero? back. Uh, e minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Tredici. 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 Excellent. You got it. Thank you. Grazie. What does that mean? That means... I haven't learned that yet. Uh, I've just learned Italian. Oh, right. That's what people say when they just learned Italian. They say, they say grazie. I do want to point out that we did not say it last episode. We didn't. We skipped 12. So I, I do want to go back. Is it okay if we say that? Oh, you mean the in Italian? Yes. Okay, sure. The go last ahead. one was dodici. 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 Say it with me, Alex. Dodici. Dodici. You got it. So now the listener can edit this, you saying that, and put it into the last episode. Exactly. So, okay. So do you guys get to participate at home. Yeah. We're going to crowdsource this whole thing. Yeah, totally. If we all pull together as a team. Anyway, uh, we're discussing Minute 13 of The Godfather. And so can I... Uh, Oh, sorry. Point out, do a little uh, uh, shout out to a friend of ours since we're talking about the Italian numbers. Sure. Okay. So I've got a friend who speaks Italian who has been consulting me on how to say these numbers correctly. And way back in episode five, he recorded it for me. And so I'd like to play that now. A minuto numero cinque. A minuto numero cinque. So that's my friend Pete Carucci saying it is minute number five. So, not, not this is minute number five. It is minute number five. Uh, it, it can be really the same. Okay. It can be yeah, either way. Yeah. So thank you, Peter Carucci. I appreciate yeah. that. I like the little addition of the bird behind him. It makes it sound like he's <laughs> on the, like a Sicilian uh, you know, plane somewhere. Yeah, I think he's at the wedding right now. At that <laughs> wedding, that wedding scene. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> He's waiting online outside the Don's office oh, to yeah. ask for a favor. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, well, I was going to say, we'll, we'll get to. The, I was going to ask you if that godfather had to do things when his daughter got married, but I don't remember thinking he was a godfather. He was I don't think uh, yeah. he might be. We'll have to have him on as a guest, too. So this minute, minute numero deci, though. Tre- <laughs> <laughs> minute tre, DJ. You got it. Tredice. It means three and ten. Oh, I'm sorry. Tredici. 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 It starts off with another guy, uh, Nazarone. Nazarene. Nazarene? Does he call him that? In the th- yeah. Yeah. Huh. He says Nazarene. Huh. And then the last one, he says, Nazarene, my friend. What oh, can yeah, I do are, for you? You are correct. My transcription was an error. Yeah. So anyway, he's uh, explaining how uh, they want to send Enzo, his... Um, a former POW back to Italy now that the mm-hmm. war is over and mm-hmm. his daughter, well, she's kind of got a soft spot for old Enzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, what can I do for you, my friend? <laughs> you want your daughter or you want him to stay in the country? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, I, I learned something when I, when I figured this out because apparently during world war two, 
when Italians were taken as prisoners of war, they were brought to America mm-hmm. and made to work. Not just Italians, I, Germans too. I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah. What? What? How could they do that? <laughs> were they were they like slaves? Did they? Well, they were like put in like prisoner of war camps here in America. Yeah, here in America. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they were sh- they were transported from Europe to America and put in POW camps here. Yeah, I am just an ignorant sob. Well, I guess the ships that would would go to Europe and drop off supplies and would bring uh, back indentured bring servants. The, yeah. Wow. So, but apparently they were put to work in private people's businesses. Uh, I, they did have some interaction with like the local community and hmm. stuff. There are, yeah, there are stories about like people forming like relationships with the people. Yeah. And everything. So, I mean, uh, I mean, Enzo yeah. Nazarene's the Enzo's apparently interacting with the community, if you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> 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 See, this guy seems, I would not want my daughter being no offense going in with a prisoner of any kind. Really? It's just, it just seems like it's all creepy. Yeah. You can't trust them? Yeah, you can't trust them. I like the ones that don't get caught. (laughs) That's true. He's a better businessman. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's some backstory. Okay. Uh, In the book, Puzo explains... Well, first of all, I want to indicate something really funny here. Uh Puzo describes Nazarene in the book. He says, quote, The baker, Nazarene, was pudgy and crusty as his great Italian loaves. (laughs) Pudgy and crusty. As his great Italian... That's a great description of a person. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, do you have any other... Uh, so he's a local businessman. Mm-hmm. Nazarene. Yeah. Uh-huh. He runs a bakery, and his daughter, like you said, has fallen in love with this mm-hmm. uh, gentleman, Enzo. Uh, Puzo also write that uh, Nazarene was really worried because his daughter was getting older, and Puzo wrote, quote, she was already plump, homely, and sprouting a faint mustache. Wow. She would never get a husband as handsome as Enzo, end quote. So do you think Enzo's endgame was to stay in America? It's not clear. Or is it true love? Well, the, Puzo writes more about it. I think they, it seems like two young people falling in love. Puzo Aww. wrote, Nazarene had seen her, this is in the bakery, Nazarene had seen her brush her swelling. Now, I, you, you, you're going to need to take a cold shower after this. Oh, dear. Okay. And I feel a little weird reading this to you. You're my brother <laughs> and all. I won't look at you while I'm reading this. Okay. okay. Nazarene had seen her brush her swelling buttocks against Enzo's front when he squeezed behind her. Whoa, to f- whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> when he squeezed behind her to fill the counter baskets with hot loaves from the oven. Yeah. <laughs> the young rascal's hot loaf would be in her oven. No, it doesn't say that. Nazarene thought lewdly if proper steps were not taken. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, His daughter he's talking about. Yeah. So I think he recognizes that, A, that will one. That his well, daughter is, this is her best shot at getting a husband. Mm-hmm. It's catching a fish. Two, they really are in love. Three, he's worried that, oh, he's also worried that Enzo is going to impregnate her and then leave, then get expatriated, yeah, right. leaving her with a with his loaf in her oven <laughs> without a father. Yeah. You don't want to be a fatherless loaf. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> and also Nazarene's daughter threatens her father that dad i'm gonna go to italy if he doesn't stay because she's so in love okay so he's like oh my gosh all why these- is he so opposed to the union you think it sounds like it's a win-win-win situation she's a spinster anyway yeah 
Like he gets a hardworking son-in-law to take over the family. Yeah, business. I think I think it is a win-win-win. But I guess he's just as a protective father. Protective father. He yeah. doesn't. This whole arena of of budding sexuality is not used to dealing. <laughs> he's used to dealing with with hot cross buns. <laughs> Uh, this whole scene is a very interesting it, it, uh, contrast to your friend Bonacera's uh, mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, um, you'll notice they are doing a in this scene. It's almost like they're showing the Don doing something that's like not criminal. Hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're to contrast that other scene, yeah, which was criminal, but also he made it clear that he wasn't bloodthirsty and you know wanted friendship more than anything else. So you're still getting a, vic- a vision of the Don as a very benevolent figure. Mm-hmm. You know, who wouldn't want to help a couple stay together and cut through some bureaucratic red tape? Yeah. You know? yeah. So, uh, yeah, it is. A, it is an interesting contrast. Yeah, he seems like a a nice guy in all these scenes. The Don. Yeah. Considering he's a crime lord. Yeah. Um, Enzo. And we'll, so. we'll see later on in the mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, also shows up in Godfather Trey. Yes. Uh, he bakes the cake that you see in the first scene of the movie, mm-hmm. Michael's big celebra- celebratory cake. Yeah. And he's so, not in two, correct? No, I don't yeah, think so. so. He's in one and three. Yeah. Interestingly, I don't know how many other people are in one and three. I think I always assume, well, uh, Gar- um, Andy Garcia's mother too is it? Oh, she isn't. Yeah, that's she's right. Too. I yeah. feel like Lucy. for the third one, they're just trying to get any actor yeah. who is still around and connect was, and was willing to 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 be a part of it. And know? Enzo said, "Oh, I'm available, and maybe you can put in a good word with the <laughs> consulate, and I can oh. finally get my citizenship because I'm still in this PO POW bakery <laughs> cooking hot cross buns." Oh, see, I saw it the other way as Francis Ford Coppola as the Godfather, where he's like, "No, uh, no, oh, you, like, you got to come to my crappy movie." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, and yeah, and Enzo returns. The character Enzo returns also later in this movie. Yeah. A very key scene for his father. Mm-hmm. For, for his father. For his father. <laughs> and you see Enzo standing in this scene that we're talking about now. He's standing behind Nazarene quietly right. in the back. Yeah. Which I think. I don't know how frequently the favor is asked in the presence of the person who's going to benefit. Like Bonacera didn't bring his daughter there. That would have been an interesting That'd scene. Been awkward. Look, yeah. Their jaw wired shut. Yeah. Although that would have been a great ploy on Bonacera's part. It's like, look, you can't deny you can't deny my <laughs> you can't deny my daughter justice. And she's in, speak to the dawn, my daughter. Jaws moving a little electronic uh, machine sounds. Uh I think if it if it's I think if it Gives you a better chance of mm-hmm. of uh, getting your your request granted, then you'll mm-hmm. probably bring in the, the mm. person. Like if you thought, yeah, maybe bringing in the daughter would have been too. Well, also Enzo was probably they're probably both there working for the wedding anyway. That's true because they, so. they made the cake for the yeah. for Connie's wedding. So do you think that's why they're there? Did or did he get a separate invitation? Hmm. And and Enzo well, was his plus know- one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really, really plus two and a half with that loaf in her oven. <laughs> well, I, yeah, they're definitely working the, they're working the wedding. And as we learned, everyone at the wedding who's working knows the family and is in service to the family. So I think they were invited both as, as friends and also, I don't think he would have asked the Don for this favor if they hadn't been friends in addition to just a baker making him the cake. So you think he has a seat at a, at a table? I think and- he does. 
in a place name piece and he gets a gift bag and, and all the all the, <laughs> the usual stuff yeah what would the gift bags be uh coffee something with coffee yeah like maybe a uh filled with uh what is a keurig little cups oh yeah <laughs> he's really hinting he's like uh, <laughs> and he has oh, a, what are you gonna do with that coffee huh <laughs> it's all personalized <laughs> When you're sleepy, put this on. Invite your Don over for coffee. <laughs> you're sleepy. <laughs> Just the Don's face. Uh, of course, I, on the package, he'd have to be wearing the tux and the cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I do, and it's also... Most, plus, that would be expensive to get that logo. For. <laughs> yeah. Even Don Corleone has to pay to use yeah. the logo well, Some the things movie. even I can't do. <laughs> Paramount, they're squeezing me for everything I got. And they saved the horse for last. <laughs> I think it saved the horse for last, <laughs> meaning the horse that gets a uh, you know cartoon. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, one other point about that: I do think uh, Nazarene has a seat at the wedding too because Don calls him friend. Oh, at the beginning true. of the scene, yeah. I don't think he would have right. Yeah, chump off the street is just coming and ask for a favor. Uh, I have some information about the actor who plays Nazarene. Mm, interesting. Uh, his name is Vito Scotti. Okay. His name was Vito Scotti. Mm-hmm. He uh, lived 1918 to 1996. Oh, so his, his 1918 years. to 1996. Whoa. So, oh, my goodness. Uh, was that 81? Yeah, but 1918. No, that's really crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's when, so he would have recognized the ragtime music. Oh, yeah. From, <laughs> <laughs> from what was the movie again? Uh, the Sting. The Sting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he has been in a ton of things. Really? We've seen him at least four times. Really? Without making the, he has 229 credits in his uh, IMDb page. He's been, wow. His last movie was Get Shorty. He frequently, okay. uh, on IMDb, well, he frequently plays waiters and, you know, and people like He's that. He's typecast as a, as a servant in the service industry. Well, but also, according to IMDb, he played snobs, loudmouths, and bullies. What? Which is funny, considering what a mild, like, grateful character he yeah, is in this. seems way out of character. In this one. So, um, yeah, he was in Golden Girls, Who's the Boss, Charles in Charge, uh, Fantasy Island. He was on Northern Exposure playing The Godfather. Playing The the playing. character named the Godfather. Oh, that's funny. Do you think he got that role because of his role in the film? I can't help but think it would have tipped yeah. it over to his favor yeah. between him and some other. Uh, his mother did Italian theater, and that's what kind of got him into the acting bug. And I probably his greatest credit. He is the most frequent guest star on Gilligan's Island. He was on four what? different times, oh four episodes gosh. of Gilligan's Island. I assume he playing different characters back. each time. Do you recall any particular character he was? One that I would remember? The only I should have looked it up, but the the only one I can think of is there was like a uh, Spanish dictator. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Or oh, some banana republic mm-hmm. dictator? He had Gilligan on like puppet strings. Ironically, also. oh, I do remember that <laughs> one. Yeah. Well, that would have been before this. So that would yeah, that's what gave him the that's what gave him the idea to be in to oh, put him in the Godfather. <laughs> remember that scene with the puppets? <laughs> Perfect. That's so his great. bookend, his career is like playing a, a puppeteer, master. being the Godfather, and then playing a Godfather. Oh, boy. So it really, uh, really covers the range that's of things. Awesome. So that's a. I mean, he was like working for fifty years before when that's he died. That's incredible. So is he uh, American? Uh it seems he he either was. I think he was born in America, but then went to Italy oh. like for a few years mm-hmm. and then came back when he was like still a young mm-hmm. person. I wonder what credits he has in Italy. 
I don't think he acted until oh, until no. uh, yeah he would have been he just started acting like I think his first credit is 1949 so oh, he would have been 31 at that point so imagine <laughs> that you start working at age 31 and you still work for 50 years oh boy <laughs> that's a career so when he went to Italy do you think he was maybe in one of the, in World War One I, I don't think the timeline matches up maybe taken POW brought back to America and so he really empathizes oh, with Enzo's experience. <laughs> Oh wait a minute! He was oh so he went back to Italy. And fought. I thought you meant he was captured by the Italians in, oh, in no, an Italian I mean. POW camp. <laughs> yeah, that's when I fell in love with this woman. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's when I learned to be a baker. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, Vito Scotti. Probably yeah. the most account uh, most credits of any actor in the film so far. Hmm, yeah, we'll see. And if you're not paying close attention, I'm not. Me neither. You would think that Bonacera and Nazarene, they look very similar. If I yeah, just well, think scene, back, these right? two scenes really parallel each other yeah. in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah, they have mustaches. Nazarene is is much better at it. His approach is much better with the Don, though. Well, yeah, he clearly they have a relationship. Mm-hmm. What can I do for you, my old friend? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is kind of showing you how Bonacera should have approached yeah. approached it. And on the way out. Uh, Nazarene also reminds Don. He's like, "Oh, wait till you see the cake." It's oh yeah, yeah. He he, uh, he really he he he, he puts an exclamation point on his his yeah. gratitude right. service to the Don, and he still can't stop talking. Yeah. Even as Tom is gently pushing him out the <laughs> <Yeah>. door. <laughs> Have you ever had to do that, Alex? What push someone out the door? See, yeah, I wish again. I wish I had usher someone out the door because they just keep going yes. on and on and oh, on. yeah like at a party and stuff like the lat like oh yeah people are lingering and but stuff. you've you used your physical presence to to send the message that they need to start moving well it's like a boa constrictor you you just <laughs> the way a boa constrictor works is it doesn't it doesn't crush you mm-hmm. what it does is every time you exhale it just tightens a little bit and so you can't inhale anymore so you just so choke. like yeah you, yeah so you don't actually get crushed you just Choke. Yeah, you literally can't draw breath because it's pushing the, your lungs as a choke. Oh, instructor, remind me not to ask you for a favor on your daughter's wedding day, okay? Uh, uh. So, what I'll do is I'll use that technique where mm-hmm. if someone's like standing in the foyer, like if they take any step towards the door, then I move forward and that, thus it's harder for them to. I'm not like pushing so at, them. So, at what point will you wrap your arms <laughs> around them and start when I'm hugging them? Goodbye. Oh, yeah. You just I, hold your arms there. I hug them and then I start moving while i'm hugging them and then push you out the door yeah. like, and they're still- crush you and swallow you with them with the- <laughs> dislocate my jaw and swallow you and they're still not getting it oh yeah don't forget the pretzel big old pretzels i bought yeah. and the champagne it's yeah. delicious that'll be the name of this episode the boa constrictor method <laughs> yeah uh yeah so and then the don says who's next on the list mm-hmm. so there you go there is a list of people yeah whereas to- so don is aware that there's a list yeah and uh, who is the next on the list? Do you know? Who's mm. the next, uh, I don't know the order. I know in the book, and we've already talked about this in an earlier minute, there is an additional per- person who comes to ask the Don a favor. It's a man named Mr. Coppola who asked for money to start a pizzeria. We talked about this in an earlier oh, minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the Don oh, right. yeah, that was borrows really money weird. from Tom Hagen in the presence of this guy and then to lends him the money. His, yeah. uh, but that's not in the movie, which makes sense that they cut it out. So this, so you're saying that would have been after this? Yeah, I don't recall the actual order of the three. Because peeking ahead, uh, Luke Abrazzi, Luke Abrazzi uh-huh. is the next, uh, 
the next person we see yeah. in the office. And but, then after Lug is, is Lou Cabrazzi. I think they have the <laughs> They three. got swapped. <laughs> yeah, they got shuffled around because <laughs> the name confusion. <laughs> Lug, my friend, how, how can I help you? So you think he, like like the other Lou, wanted like his house painted or something, and then so they painted Lou Cabrazzi's house? Uh, there is definitely a yeah. mix-up on the forums. Yeah. The guy's like, I Hagen, want you to kill. He's like, I want you to uh, to kill my wife. <laughs> the only one I'm killing uh, Luca Prati's wife instead. I'll make it up to you. Yeah. Okay, you can take home some of this delicious wedding cake. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say like, I really, I want. And this is gonna sound weird, but I really want to be choked. So like, just surprise me sometime and just <laughs> just strangle me. Do it real. Don't don't kid around. I really want the real experience to see what it's like. Are you sure, my friend? <laughs> Anyway, we'll save this for the loop. If I have you killed, I won't, you, I won't be able to go visit. No, no, you for don't coffee. kill me. Just, I oh, just, just want to choke right. a little bit. Yeah. Let me go. Boa constrictor style. Yeah. Tom, who can we put on this boa constrictor job? We don't want someone who's going to get carried away. We want a reliable snake. <laughs> someone cold hearted. Uh, well, that's all I have for minute 13. You got anything else? Well, there's a little bit more. There's a tiny bit more dialogue at the end. So, oh, okay. So Don says to Hagen, he says, um, oh, no, it's Hagen who asks him. He's like, who should I get? Oh, who right, should we get right. on this yeah, job? The whole, the whole Paisan thing. Yeah, and then the Godfather says, not, uh, it's hard to understand, but I looked in the script and not our pa- not our Paisan. Right. Give it to a Jew congressman. Um, Does it say a Jew congressman? That's what it says in the script. Maybe I have it wrong. Give it, the Jew congressman. It's probably give it to give it to the Jew congressman in, in another district. Is that right? I'm consulting my the script. He says a Jew congressman. Oh, he does in another district. Yeah. Wow, that really suggests he has a lot of Congress people in his pocket. Yeah. Right? I mean, he has like multiple so Jewish congressmen at yeah. least. <laughs> so that's the even even in that subcategory, mm-hmm. he has many of them. Yeah, yeah, it's a real impressive line because this is the first time you really get the sense of how, like, he's not just a powerful criminal, but he has connections in the yeah. in the legit world. Too. Yeah, yeah, because this is a uh, political favor. He's got to go to yeah some like an official yeah. official political representative to give uh, Enzo legal status. Yeah, or just yeah grease the wheels yeah. to you know lose his application or something it's interesting he says not not to our paisan that's mm-hmm. like not to our friend so i don't think they ever explain that is that that to me shows that they have one usual go-to guy for political favors no i just think he was just saying like not like a uh not one of the italians that they have that he has that owe him favors. Okay. Not this, it could be not a, an Italian politician. I'd be surprised if there were any Italian politicians. Uh, maybe on a local level or something. Or, maybe. Or whatever. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Were there Italian uh, representation yeah. in I mean, that? Well, seemed, oh, I'm know. sorry. This is the... Yeah, this is 1945. Yeah, Fiorello LaGuardia was the mayor of New York City. At that time? Well, in definitely yeah, in, yeah. around the FDR yeah. time. So there was definitely some... Especially in New York, cause there's mm-hmm. a lot of Italian... Uh, Maybe it was LaGuardia. Maybe it was a young Fiorello LaGuardia who, who was... <laughs> no, he would have been, been like a middle-aged man by this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, it definitely establishes his his reach yeah. at that point. So Because not only does he have relationships, but apparently it's something where they just go to him and the guy will just be like, sure. Mm-hmm. Like Don doesn't even have to go himself and yeah. ask. He just sends, you know, Tom to send someone to, you know, to do it. How do you think it works? Do you think it doesn't? Ben Tom, <laughs> those clowns in Washington. 
do you think Hagen reaches out to this congressman and says, hey, we need this done. The congressman gets it done. And then is there a payment of some sort? An immediate payment, or is it just this kind no. of ongoing ebb of friendship? I'm sure whenever he's running for re-election, forth. the Don. Oh, that's when the Don gives a, you know, or, or any time mm-hmm. if he needs it, the Congress needs a favor, like you know, someone to be silenced, someone to be silenced. Kind of dirty uh, business, having union problems. Right? You saw the Sopranos. Yeah. You you know what? Or yeah. like or like favors for other people. Yeah, like someone in his district needs something mm-hmm. done, and he's like, okay, I'll take you know. Boy, it really is a good relationship to have an official political mainstream representative who is helping out an underground strongman because it's a mutually beneficial relationship because yeah, totally. he, he can have his dirty work done, but yet, and, and the the mob boss, Don Corleone, can have political favors done. So it's, yeah. it's a great relationship. Yeah, like totally. Neither of them have to live in each other's worlds. They scratch each other's backs. Right. I guess it's always an uneasy thing, though, because you don't want the other person to betray you or like suddenly yeah. have something on you. Yeah. Have more power than you. I guess it's, I guess it's worse for the I guess the power that the Don has is to reveal. Yeah. It, would, it certainly wouldn't hurt yeah. the Don if it was revealed that there was political favors, but it would wreck his presumably all his all his people would run for cover. If they, <laughs> if, uh, if they, uh, I guess it would be more. Yeah, it's more risky to be the politician because he has. Yeah, it's easier for him to fall because everyone knows yeah. the crime boss is a crime boss. Yeah. Yet the politician, if he were betrayed, he can call. Ah, uh-huh, maybe he can't call in political favors to have the Don investigated more because already he's he has no political capital. If it's exposed, he's mixing with a crime boss. Yeah. So interesting politics. We'll see more. We'll see more of them in Godfather Two. And Godfather 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're doing this for the rest of our lives. Don't you know yeah. that? <laughs> every time yeah. every time you think you're out, you get pulled back Pulled in. me right back in. Maybe that could be our new closing. Oh, it could, it could be a good opening, too. It's, oh, yeah. We'll see you. Okay, so... And so the episode ends... Oh, it ends with uh, the debut of Michael Corleone mm-hmm. and the lovely Kay arriving for the wedding mm-hmm. and uh, we just see them walking in from the back michael's mm-hmm. wearing a military uniform what? a cr- military crime boss what? son he, he's a soldier and his own family how far does this guy's reach extend oh my gosh he's got marines <laughs> under his thumb he's got a marine corps marine corps band um so yeah that's how it ends obviously we'll learn much more about mm-hmm. uh, michael and Kay. And michael's not here now we can finally make the picture we can find Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Michael's here. We can make the picture. The scene, the last few seconds of this minute uh, end with with Don Corleone peeking out the well, window, that's right. which is spying. awesome. He's spying out the window. He just looks, right. and it reminds me of the earlier minute when Sonny was looking out the window. Oh, yeah. Sonny was looking out the window because he, I'm guessing because he was, he felt he was missing what was happening at the wedding. He wanted to be out there. Yeah. Uh, probably looking at his girlfriend, Lucy. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we have the Don looking at his son michael right who at this point we don't know what they're we know the don likes michael mm-hmm. but like we don't know generally what the status is yeah over there although in the book you said he it was established that he was frustrated with michael for not mm-hmm. following in his footsteps yeah i have one more note to add this minute it is sure. a flashback sort of flashback sort of sort of I, so I told you I got my hands on Coppola's notebook. Yeah, it's the original. It's it's bona fide. 
And uh, yeah, I called in a favor from this congressman, not our paisan, another oh, congressman. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in the production, so I'm, I'm flashing back to Buenos Aires. I know you're sick of me going back to Buenos No, Aires. I just know it's your thing. So in, in Coppola's production notes, he wrote, Buenos Aires, good scene. This is where Buenos Aires is, the opening scene. Good scene. We need a terrific actor for Buenos Aires. Nice. And I think they accomplished that. Just wanted to give a shout out to the actor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I hope he's still listening. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that wraps up Minute 13. Mm-hmm. We'll find out more about my, Kay and Michael next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, we're on Twitter at Godfather Minute. Go find us there. Follow us on Twitter. We're on Facebook, too. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. All the social media. Yeah, and feel uh, free to drop us a line and oh yeah, podcast, give us some feedback. Podcast if you have any, at Godfather Minute. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, comments, let us know. We'll we'll try to incorporate your your comments into the podcast. Yeah, maybe if we get enough of them, we'll do a special show where we answer listener questions, or should just incorporate it into the regular show. I guess we'll just incorporate it into the regular show, probably. So, like a letters page. Can you start? Yeah, a letters page. Dear Alex and Andy. I've been listening here to your podcast. and Although by the time we, I think we're recording these far enough ahead where if you ask a question, it's going to be like three months before That's we get true, to yeah. <laughs> Try to anticipate what we'll talk about. Maybe ask a question about minute 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably then, a good that's idea. A, not a bad idea. Yeah. And we do ask if you post a comment or question that you sign it with in the old school style, like um, like looking for favors in Minneapolis. Oh, or, like an alias? Yeah, but, okay. but, but something having to do with your question. Oh, okay, so okay, like, that's good. Yeah. Um, like they used to do in those Dear Abby columns. Yeah, totally. Right? You know what? I just realized we never rated this episode. We completely forgot to rate and rank this minute. Um, I think there's a reason for that. I think this minute is kind of a low key minute compared mm-hmm. to the previous ones. Yeah. The scene is very, as we said, is very similar to the Bonacera scene and mm-hmm. other person petitioning. And then Nazarene just kind of drones on and on. Uh, Even Don what can I do for you, them. my friend? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give this, give this one three minute, three uh, three wedding cakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give it three hot cross buns. <laughs> you do learn about the Don's political connections, so yeah. the, you, you learn that his, his reach is further than yeah. There's a little bit of new information, uh-huh. but it's uh, mm-hmm. you know. How about how would you rate our assessment of the minute on a scale of one to five? I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three. Yeah, I thought it was solid. Solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. solid as a rock. Solid as a rock, and we could do better. We could do worse. Maybe we should take out us ranking our own thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it a little, a little arrogant or are you self-conscious about it? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't, and also, I don't want to be like, oh, this episode was a, a one. The listener totally wasted <laughs> their time Sorry. listening to me drone on. <laughs> maybe, so. we should, maybe we should put the rating at the beginning so when people hear the oh, rating, yeah, if it's know. three or lower, yeah. they can be like, you know, and I'm just going to skip to I that. move that we stop ranking our own performances. I second that. All right. So, listeners, what do you think? And we can have the listeners rank it, too. I'm sure they will anyway. Oh, those people are those so critical. listeners can't be pleased. They've been <laughs> online all day. My daughter's wedding asking me for favors. Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back, back in. in. On right. the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute.